Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Recognition and Respect with me, Schneeky. Uh, today we have a very special guest here, uh, you know, a, a new new homie, longtime friend for sure, uh, you know, uh, building up relationships, doing dope shit. We will talk about lots of that. Um, EP the Dreamer here, say what's up to the peeps. What up y'all, I'm EP the Dreamer. Happy to be on this uh, show with you, man. Yeah, well, uh, you know, we've been doing a lot of cool, cool shit. What's up, Face? Face is in the chat. Uh, oh, shit. What up, dude? Where are you at right now, Face? <laughs> <laughs> Hiya. Are you working? <laughs> He's like, a Hiya, Sneaky. Hiya. <laughs> Very Mickey Mouse, I think. Very Mickey Mouse. <laughs> All right, well, let's get it cracking. The AC is not on. It's going to get hot in here soon, so let's just get it going. Uh, I start off every episode with this one question. It's loaded. You could go as metaphysical or grounded as you want. Uh, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, so I'm EP the Dreamer again. I'm an artist, producer, audio engineer, and marketing consultant. Pretty much I'm a, a one-man band and I pretty much can do it all myself independently. Um, I'm under my own LLC, that's Digital Metronome Entertainment, and been doing this now for a little while. Uh, what's a little while? <laughs> At least five years doing this independently where this is my full-time job. Okay. And then uh, ten years of uh, just experience being in the game, period. Gotcha, trying to gotcha, Trying to make something gotcha. out of this like, on a mainstream level. So uh, I was reading a couple of different articles. Um, you're very easy to Google search. You have a lot of write-ups out there and a lot of interesting things came across. So uh, tell me what you were doing when you were 13 years old in relation to music and battle rapping and whatnot. What was that like? Well, 13 years old EP was not even EP yet. He was just Ian. And yeah, my regular—I <laughs> got a regular name. How about that? My mom, my mom gave me a real last name. <laughs> but, oh, you, mean you weren't born with your rap name? <laughs> nah, but I did come out green though, so that was something. But oh. no, anyway, um, now nah, I just uh, at thirteen, I wasn't even doing music. I was I was playing basketball. I was doing AAU tournaments. I was going to UCLA camps. I was doing. I was actually going against people that are in the NBA right now. Okay, like Spencer Dinwiddie's, Austin Rivers. You know, big So you thought names. you were going to be an athlete? Yeah. Okay. I thought I was going to actually, I kept telling my parents, I'm going to the freaking NBA. I'm going to the NBA. I'm going to the NBA. That was my sight at the, at the, at the time. My tunnel vision at the time was going to the NBA. And yeah. Wow, know, so you didn't make it as a ball player, now you're a rapper. Nah, nah. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, a typical thing, right? I mean, Dave East did it, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. the game did it, like, you right, know, right, but right. nah. Um, I mean, that's the cliche, right? Yeah. There's, that's only the Fun, Funny enough, after a basketball practice, one of my homies, uh, shout out to Rodney Fennell, one of my good homies, longtime homies, and my first, honestly, my first hip hop mentor, he pulled me in to uh check out some some beat tapes pretty much like a bunch of instrumentals like oc's instrumentals on there my world and we even have the track on there a lot of old school boom pap type vibes like uh, the loonies i got five on it was on the tape and yeah, yeah, yeah. hustler's ambition by 50 cent and window shop was on there and like toy, toy soldiers from m was on there and a bunch of whole different different tracks that were just you know the thing to listen to at the time yeah 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 and they're yeah. instrumentals they're all instrumentals. Right. And then he had another one that's like the actual tracks because he, you know, everybody back then would burn their stuff from Right, MP3s. right, right, of course, of course. So at least back like when the, I was 13. The Napster days or like the, yeah. the, 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 the maybe even before that. This, this is around 2007, so yeah, like around there. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, all right. This is after Napster, but like now it's just like Google. I didn't even know Napster was a thing back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was after Napster, but that was like, yeah, Google and file sharing. File sharing was just more like everybody did Larry it Bird. at you, that point. This guy hilarious right here, modern day Larry Bird. Oh, my God. Well, actually, Barlos is in the chat, and he's wondering uh, if you were left-handed or right-handed. Uh, ambidextrous. Oh, he slaps ass with both hands, homie. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I shot the ball with my uh, left hand. It felt weird when because I actually started with a two-handed push shot when I was like ten years old. Yeah, you know the little girl shot, like you know, like you just like doing that. It's more of like a pass. But eventually, I tried going right hand, but it felt weird. Even though I wrote with my right hand, but shooting it with my left hand just felt more natural. Didn't feel like I was like overpowering anything. It right, felt like right, it was right. under control. You know, I had a similar experience because I'm left-handed, but all sports are like right-handed. Right? See, there so, you like, go. I golf You're right the opposite. I bat right-handed. I shoot right-handed. Like, 
everything is right-handed in sports, yeah. but like, like I actually write my left. Basketball is the only thing I'm like dominant left-handed. Write with my right hand, but it looks like like first grade writing, kindergarten writing, you know? Yeah. Like, but I can I, if I had to. If I had to get a note out, if I had my hand chopped off or something, I had to get a note <laughs> out with my right hand. Yeah, I'd be able to do it. <laughs> What's your natural position in basketball? Oh damn, Bartles on his co-host shit right Man, here. Right? <laughs> natural position in basketball, I was a combo guard. Um, so there was no really natural position. I definitely had ball handling skills that I got the ball up court. I definitely knew how to protect it. I definitely knew how to get past you, but I wasn't really trying to do that. I was more a team player. I definitely like to work it around and get everybody looks. I was like, uh, you know, Steph Curry meets LeBron James, oh, but at wow. five, are, yeah, but at five foot people. five, you know, no, but I could, sh I could shoot from literally half court. Got you. Got I could you. pull up literally at 13, 40 years old from half court. <laughs> and, but my passing skills, I would like throwing passes like here, like that, like I, I did that type of stuff. That's what made me stand Gilbert, out. Gilbert Arenas or Penny Hardaway? Gilbert. Only because Gilbert was known as a zero and I was too, and I just relate to him more on that. But Penny is hard, man. Six foot five or six foot six, and he did what he did athletically, and was, was, he was a menace in his handles too. Like he oh. was like T Mac before T Mac, low key for me. I have, like, no, with his handles. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, okay. I don't, I don't know okay, bet, bet, bet. I was like, Bartles like, is on this shit. He's okay, just, bet. He also says your drills are amazing. <laughs> no, you checked them out, huh? Yeah. No, I, I saw that shit. I've been, doing, I've been doing those drills since I was probably like 12 years old like they're i don't even work on them anymore now i can just do them like i i i'll juggle basketballs like two or three of them and do it like that but no back back to the subject at hand because i got huge ass adhd uh, uh, the only one me too is this, shit. <laughs> this should be going everywhere oh man then this shit right here is probably going to slap pretty soon oh yeah but anyway got your little ashtray right here oh beautiful <laughs> man right here. this is this, you get hooked up on the sneaky pod man y'all gotta try the sneaky pod it's a different vibe yeah but yeah, yeah at, thir at 13 years old uh my homie brought up a beat tape and he started rapping on him and stuff i was like what the fuck you know how to rap and he's like, yeah, man. He's like, you should try it. And I tried like making some words just at least rhyme together. And I was horrible, <laughs> like horrible, like bleed your eyes and ears out horrible. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it took some time to get to, to get down pat. I freestyled before I started writing. I would walk to school or ride my bike to school and I would listen to music, but then halfway in, almost there, I was just start your own shit. I'll just start freestyling and try to mince words of what I was going on in my surroundings. Damn, if I would have known, I would have had Barlow's pick some beats and we would have freestyled live on the show, man. We would have freestyled live on the show. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway. Um, so you'd be traveling fucking freestyle yeah body, yeah going it was do, i was doing that me and my homie would go back and forth the same one rodney who would go we would go back and forth and we'd actually create freestyle tracks to each other we'd burn cds hand it to each other's school check it out because this is before myspace and right, all this course, shit like that course, we were on right. all that but, yeah. even though it was around the time i wasn't really on that shit i was like we're old school like here send give your homie the tape give your other homies the tape whatever and uh, we would go back and forth about like different instrumentals that we'd be on and stuff. And I, I would just like work it up. And it got to a point that when I got to high school, people want to start battling me. Mm -hmm. And I got fucking obliterated my first like battle ever. Who doesn't? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they caught me completely off guard. And to a point, uh, I was actually almost being hazed for it. And it pissed me the fuck off. So I went back home. I went to go work on my fucking raps. And when I came back to school the next day, dude wanted to have another one. You ready? He didn't know that I went to the hyperbolic triangle chamber that night. Yeah, you ready. So I obliterated. I talked about what he was wearing, what he sounds like, all this shit. And he was comparing himself to Tupac back then. Whoa. And I was like, you know, and I made up a bar pretty much back then. I forget exactly what the hell I said because it was just in the heat of the moment. But pretty much I was like, you know, as in hip hop, Tupac is known as like Jesus. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. You know, like, so I was like pretty much took a Jesus bar, like wrote it out there and said, you know, you'd be nailed on the cross, but nobody would appreciate you or type oh. shit. Or, and I was like, I just let him. I just let him have it. Shit? Yes. and I'm not fuck. And I'm not religious whatsoever. That's right. why, I, like, how prepared I came. <laughs> I was ready. I was just ready. Well, I mean, there's always that thing where, like, you know, 
when you when you get owned at something, you're either gonna like rise or you're gonna like you know go hide and shit. So it's like it seems like you definitely rose. Exactly. Um. So two years later, you're in your closet. I'm guessing making music. Uh, at 15 on your what's it called? I Magic, had no closet. Magic Deluxe. What I, I had no closet. Magic uh, Music Deluxe. <laughs> what the fuck were you talking about? Um, Magic's Music Maker. So they had a thing already that was pretty much it was the Adobe Premiere for movies or TV shows or just anything to do with like, you know, just to, to see what picture and stuff. It was good for editing that, that type of work. But uh, for music, it was different and they had themselves a, a music. It was a movie. It was a Magic's movie maker, but then they have a Magic's the, music maker. Like part of it to like make music for the movies yeah. technically. Is yeah, the yeah, and, but they had all the effects in there too. They had chorus effects, they had EQs, they had compression. Back yeah. then, I don't even know what the hell but this stuff is. But I mean, it was is. still legit. Yeah, oh yeah, it was, <laughs> it was legit enough to use like a Reaper or something like that. I mean, I would literally sample stuff off of YouTube, plug in my microphone and, 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 and screen record it back then to where I would take the beat off of YouTube because they didn't have no downloaders back then. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And I would put it into my, my DAW and rap upon it and just freaking and, and get on it. You know what I'm saying? So you really had to figure this shit out. I figured everything out. That's crazy. I made, uh, when I was making music not seriously back when I was 15 years old, I was already creating my own metadata. And I didn't even know I was doing that. Yeah, I didn't even know what that meant when I read that in the article. Like, what did that, what do you, what do you, like, like. When you, I know you're talking about meta, metadata now is like all like the 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 file information that's like on the exactly. actual digital file. But you were making metadata albums. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, no, that's exactly it. That's exactly what I was doing. But I was I was taking artwork off the internet. I was trying to design up my own artwork, and to the metadata, I would go into iTunes because iTunes that's where you really fix the metadata. Right. They allow you to do so. You click, you know, get info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's then you what I do and it, then yeah. you do it from there. And well, I was I do making it on my there own stuff. And I do it on Serato just mm -hmm. just so that like DJs have it too. Exactly. Uh, Face said he hid. Huh. You know that 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 rise above or go hide. Face says that he hid. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> he was a hider. Yeah, no, I feel you. know, the thing is, is that um, I I only hid what I could not want to give everybody to where they can make fun of me. Cause like back in school, I would get freaking bullied, hazed, like everything, man. Like even by my own peers. And was this because of uh, your certain like learning disabilities yes. and mental health issues? Yes. So what exactly? Did you have, or what, like, did you have dyslexia? Or uh, no, was... no, um, I thought I might have had that when I couldn't really read thoroughly with my reading comprehension skills around when I was 10 years old, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize it, my parents realized it because they diagnosed me, but I didn't really understand it as a kid. Right. I had ADD, ADHD, slight speech impediments, and just like low reading comprehension skills. And just because of all those things, like the thing with ADHD is some days I don't know how to feel. And I don't, I don't even think my, my, you know, some of my family even knows it still, like that I go through that or I even have that or they forget because they just expect more of me. This is how it's always been of me in my life. I'm always been expected more of by people. I don't yeah. know what it is. But, um, uh, with ADHD, you just don't know how to feel some days. Like some days, you might you might be on top of it. You might feel real cool, and is is you know is it's easier later to come out and do stuff. But some days, I just feel like I'm in a fucking box. And if anybody opens up that box, I will scream. It oh, like boy. it explodes. And it's not. I'm not bipolar or anything like that. I'm usually very like. Yeah, because I feel like this is the first time I've heard ADD or ADHD described like that. Yeah, well, usually it's described, and I do do this too, where I'm doing juggling a bunch of things. Yeah, that's usually what it is. And you're always having to move around. You're always right, having to do that. You're, you're like, you can't pay attention to anything for too long. And, you know, when you start to get bored, you start to get hyper and, like, start, like, making it active and shit, you know? Yeah. So there's definitely, like, different, this is definitely a different um, understanding of 
ADD or ADHD that I've ever heard. So yeah. No, it's it's different because, you know, it also what, sounds like you might like like depression or something or maybe like borderline that. bipolar or some no, shit. No, I'm not. No bipolar at all. Nope. So like so ADD Sometimes ADHD, I think my dad is cuz he's borderline depression. He's Gemini, like but Gemini's they 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 feel some days and feel they don't too some days. I know you Gemini. I'm a bad. Gemini slander, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love Gemini's though cuz they're actually some of the realest fucking people. They really care about you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. So coming back, coming back to it. <laughs> um. So obviously you still struggle with these things. How how did you get through it in school though? Uh. So when I was in third grade, no, my mom fought against that. She fought yes. against Ritalin. Yes. So she moms fought <laughs> with no medication. My, my mom, like, my mom was like, "No, you're not putting my kid on Ritalin. Yes. No, you're not putting my kid on freaking Adderall. <laughs> she didn't no, want you to do meth. That. That's great." <laughs> <laughs> For real though. That's fucking great. That no, for real though. No, but my parents hit it so much that you know it's funny. Uh, you know, you speaking of you researching me on those articles and stuff that are you know the source and all that everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hype. That, I think some of this came from hype. Yeah, some of this. Came yeah, from hype stuff. too. My grandmother checked it out. She didn't know half of the shit. So my parents hit it from even my own grandparents. Oh shit. Yeah. So it's like. So they just kept it. Yo, know, I mean, you know what though? I don't know, like. Um, I don't know. What's your what's your uh, what's your heritage? Your race in this Jewish thing? and uh, Christian. All right, so te- but technically I'm, we're no, not but, religious. But you're but like you're technically like immigrant, right? You come from like an immigrant background. Yes. I feel like yes. If there's anything that I can relate to with that, is definitely like they try to keep their their problems in house. You yeah. know, it's like no one outside the family needs to know what the family's going through. You know, yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, for you, the most part, like you keep that shit. In I've house, even been know? doing that too, and that's one thing I've been doing lately is opening up more because I understand now there's a bigger audience on me now that you know people can Google me now people can like see what the what's up they see my you know my Spotify is rising. To your shit. Yeah, it's yeah. it's painted. It's so much so that I'm getting begged now to do shows and I haven't done shows in six years. Hey, bro, well, if you ever need a spot to practice, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got I got to honestly because you know live it, studio right. You, you guys are killing it. Yeah. MML clan is killing it. Y'all. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. And honestly, a lot of that has to do with like working with you and you know working with yeah. a lot of people who don't fucking bullshit and they're not yes people. Yeah, that shit's really important. Like not having yes people around, people actually challenge you and tell you, hey, you could do this better. Like, yeah, you could do this shit better. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and I try to stay away from those people as much as possible. I like, tr- I don't try to have people that are always like positive. I also have to try to keep some people that are like you know little whatever but like you know it's, it's good to understand the, the both spectrums that's why i even mentioned on like one of my posts the other day is like you know be neutral like you can be positive all the time definitely keep the glass half full but you gotta learn from the negative negative people negative whatever right stay away from that shit just try to keep the balance though yeah 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 just like understand you're supposed to learn from this but you're you do want to experience this and you will but you got to manifest it right i mean there's just a whole there's a lot of like a lot of uh contemplative traditions this type this thought about like you know the dark and the light yin yang type shit like yeah can't have (laughs) can't have one without the other you know like without the absence the absence of light like you wouldn't even know darkness without light and like you can't know light without darkness no exactly and the thing is that shit exists too you know like you know on a spiritual level that shit for sure is there i have experienced both no and i also feel like you know sometimes people you know i've been i I've been having this conversation. Face and I actually have been having this conversation a lot. Just this thought process where it's like, sometimes, like, people don't realize what they're doing. You know, yeah. Like, it's not like they're they have malintent and like they're they're going out of their way to be negative or or disruptive or whatever. Like they might not even know. Yeah. You know, and uh, there's like this whole idea that like you can still learn from that shit. Yeah. You can take lessons from it, and you can also like show grace and compassion. Just be like, "Hey, man, like, yeah." That's what all that's in in most religions on this planet. That's what it is. Yeah. The only religion that's not is probably the demonic ones. Right, right, right. <laughs> Even then, like, who Even knows? then, they worship something. Right, right. And in they some have way. Own, they have their own fucking. They have their own. Uh, they have their own morals and goals and shit. Right? Yeah, but that's the negative spectrum. Right. Well, I, just, I mean, I'm, I'm specifically thinking of how the Church of Satan is like this force for good, like on Twitter. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Like, the the name itself is oh, fucking. I don't crazy have the hilarious. sorry, Bartos. I didn't I didn't set up the headphones and shit because I saw so we're not ready to freestyle. I mean, maybe. Oh, yeah, I got got beats. Yeah, huh? he sent me some beats, but like I I was not. I didn't prep for that. 
this time around. I never come prepped for freestyles anyway. I've been doing this since I was 13. Oh, I mean, I'm talking about technologically prepped, asshole. Oh, no, no, I didn't mean like that at all. I'm just no, saying, jerk, like, I didn't know what's say, happening. You don't think I can freestyle? Ha. No, not at all. No, I've seen you freestyle. What the <laughs> fuck? You get in. You talking about like half of your uh your your uh verse on that uh that face uh track on um no on more no no sentiende that was like half freestyle. I mean, was it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. I mean, you were there, so I was there. You you, you, you I remember. It. You engineered it and recorded it. I have so. great long term memory. Uh, yeah, not I. <laughs> so I guess I freestyle. That's the I only. To that, that is the only benefit of having ADHD is you get long term memory. <laughs> Your short term memory fucking sucks. Though. <laughs> uh, so sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this back because both of us are just gonna be going on tangents forever. Uh, where did you study uh, engineering and production? So I went to SE Institute Los Angeles. It no longer exists now because they ran out of funding for some reason. From what I know, from one of the job counselors there, but it's a it was a twelve month program, pretty much out of nine months. Look, Faye says it was not freestyle, bro. Uh, I don't remember it that way either. <laughs> it was not freestyle. No, nah, I, I swear it I was, was half writing. freestyle. I was writing the whole time. I just write fast. Maybe that's what you did. No, because I feel like that ending. No, that ending just happened at the end because you still had a few more bars. I mean, yeah, but I was writing it mm, in okay. my head, Jay Z stuff. Got it. <laughs> Jay Z style flipped it on him. Was that was that you do on Twitter? <laughs> All right, so school. Tell me about school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking hey, man. Um, what does it even mean to like learn to like to study engineering and production? Like, what do they teach you? What does the class look like? <laughs> What's the curriculum look like? Because I exactly. went to school, but I didn't go to school. For um, that. <laughs> yeah, no, they teach us, they teach you with, uh, the first thing they actually teach you is production. They want you to be able to uh, be, make a beat from scratch, whatever you can do, sample, whatever. Just like learn how to do it. And you got to do it inside of Logic. And then also too. But do they teach you like music theory? Yes. And, okay, so yes. they teach that's, you music, yeah. They do all that. That's actually, that's one of, that's one of the things they actually first teach you. Because it's kind of like a crash course. It's a nine-month program. So you're not learning like one thing at a time. You're kind of learning a simulation of things together. But they're, you're making it go together. You're actually, it's almost like cooking. I know what, you're taking these ingredients, you're, you're doing these things, and you're adding it all to the mix. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they, what they're doing is teaching you from like just the first steps of the cookbook, pretty much, which is to know this is how signal flow is, this is how music theory is, this is production, logic, pro tools, learn these things, because this is more likely what you're going to be in the most. Here's Ableton 2. You experienced that as well. Oh, so they did give you like Ableton. Oh yeah. Like they gave they they kind of exposed you to everything. Yes, I mean I can use every single one. I can go from my weakest is Ableton to FL Studio to Logic to Pro Tools and throw that into a board. And what are you strongest strongest in now? Logic? Just Pro Tools. Of, oh, Pro Tools. Pro Tools just because I'm like always editing music. I'm editing music more than I'm producing myself. So that's where it ends up usually going just for the mixing and everything. Got At least me personally, that's my like, it's like, this, this stuff is like Call of Duty. Choose your weapon. Just like, <laughs> just, what do you want? The AK-47? What's, What's your loadout? What's your loadout? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. Oh, faces remembering. I didn't want to waste time. Oh yeah. But yeah. you did hit that. Exactly. That's what I said. Cause you had to go somewhere. I don't remember, honestly. I was, I definitely, that, sh that, that verse was the definitely The second like half, he didn't know if he was going to go too long. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. No, definitely the delivery. I didn't know what I was going to do the delivery. Like, yeah. Like, a lot of the delivery. Because I was like trying to be chill, and you were like, nah, we need more, Arr, you know? It's a, it was an emotional song. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. No. I was, yeah, that's probably another reason why I blocked it out. <laughs> hey, man. Do what you got to do. Uh, so, um, so you were learned theory, they taught you theory and then they taught you like all these different DAWs and they basically like, you like told you to like make music and put stuff together and shit. Yeah. So, um, pretty much just that they explained how music theory is pretty much and how it goes, but then also you had to detect frequency ranges that were boosted. 
as well. Oh, my brother sent me a website that tests you on stuff like that. Yes. Or like they play a frequency and you have to like figure out which one it is. And like which one exactly it is. They play a sine wave just between that of a song and you hear it. Is it like, is it 1.5 kilohertz? Is it at 15K? They know that most people don't know 20K or can hear 20 like hertz. Right. Like, but they know that, okay. Like 15 is obvious. You should be able, you should be able to tell. Like. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. gotcha. I can't, I don't know what's, I don't know. I just have more like an intuitive understanding of where the fucking, obviously like highs are over here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's just, uh, it's just kind of isolate, you're using your ears to isolate different parts of the sound mm -hmm. pretty much between the snare, the kick, and you're focusing on that one thing. Just making that stronger, beefier, smoother, more punchier. Because the low end is punchy, and the top end is usually more crystally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if yeah, I had yeah. to compare it to things to say and compare it to. Right. It's just making these ends come together. Just kind of like, again, it comes back to cooking. I learned this from, uh, shout out to Seagal Heredia, M&M's engineer, who makes the Marshall Mathers LP and LP. That's uh, some shady LP. That's, I consider him one of my mentors, whether he... Considers me a student or not, I've right, learned a right, lot from yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, like, yeah. Mixing right. is literally just like cooking. It's interesting. Mm -hmm. So uh, since you went that whole like academic engineering route, <laughs> like, uh, do you think that? I guess I always have this. I always have this this kind of like same conversation. It's like. Do you have to go to school to do this, right? And like a lot of people no. like will put a lot of money into like going to the right school and like trying to get trying to get certifications and like end up in certain places, you know? Yeah. And 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 then I always hear people be like, I didn't really need that. Like wasn't really like super useful. A lot of the stuff that I learned there, I mean you get into a, a session, they pretty much tell you to forget all that stuff that you learned. Like, so like do you what would be, if you had, like, if there's, like, a, a young person out there who's thinking about pursuing this professionally, engineering and production and shit, like, what, what, what would you be their advice, what would be your advice to them? Um, I would say just, you know, try it out, experience it, see if it's for you. If not, all good, man. Maybe you wasted a few thousand dollars, so is everybody else in this fucking game. Don't be, a, don't be afraid to fail. If you do that, you'll be holding yourself back, but try it out. You know, maybe music school is something that you need. Maybe you just need to know the business a bit more and learn that online, you know? No much, I will say this, depending on whatever it is you want to do in this industry, because, you know, I, I literally, one band show. Yeah, you do everything, yeah. Yeah, but, like, literally just go out there and just experience it and see if it's for you. If it makes you better, great. You know, it makes you money even better. Now you know what you can do so you can earn money. Right. The more ways you are, you can earn money in this game, the better for you. So, you know, you could be a jack of all trades or you can just focus on one thing. Usually in this game, when people focus on one thing, they become that much more better than they are. But it's, it's rare to do everything. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Like, it takes a long time. So depending on how where you want to go and what you want to do, just do do your own thing. There's some people that went to my school at SAE that didn't end up staying for past because there's four mods to get to graduation. I did all four. I graduated. Some other people they didn't. They only made it to two or three or just dropped out after one. People figure out what's really for them if they're really into this. Like engineering is not freaking easy. That's what that school is mainly for. It's what I went to is for engineering, but like. Production is not easy either. You got to be creative with that shit to make it really sound good. You know, like for example, are you a producer that when you produce, do you just keep everything in the middle or do you keep it on the sides or do you make it go pan back and forth? Do you do it rapidly pan back and forth? Do you make that sample freaking like big, like in a room? Do you like throw that in like a stadium type vibe? Do you, like, you can do anything sonically with music. Right, but it's like your own preference and your own idea of what it needs to sound like, your own, that's your own, that's where you get, that's where you're adding your creativity on the engineering side. And so that's like, that's what makes mixes different and that's what makes people special. Sure. One thing I've learned in this industry, engineers make the music sound amazing. It makes it go from like, just music, heartfelt music recorded on a fucking microphone to something spectacular that's in stereo. 
it's like everywhere. And this is like this product fits this much of these many demographics. And when you can fit this many demographics, you sell to a crowd. You sell to an audience. Yeah, that's crazy. I never thought of it like that. Like the engineers make it sound good. Engineer engineers like literally really make it sound amazing. Like think about it. If you don't have an engineer, like engineering you're 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 compressing it, you're EQing, you're editing it up, you're making it sound great. I'm just gonna keep it simple. You know? If you really want to consider somebody an engineer, take it outside of the box and put it on a fucking board. Put it on an SSL, an Eve, an API, whatever is out there on that, and try that shit. That will bring now you're getting some shit that's like, you know, what make the Beatles to Nirvana to NWA to Dr. Dre great. Days, right? Nope. Not even you though, right? No, normally not. But some of my records I have. I put it on SSLJ and done it entirely myself on that. No I patch way. it in. Yeah. That's 100%. fire. hundred <laughs> percent. And Face is over here spilling his love for you. <laughs> Told my ass to learn from him and stop engineering in my tax. No, he, he knows it right. You know what? He got it right though. Like, you know what? Here's the thing. It is a team effort. Everybody brings the best out of each other when you have people playing different lanes, and that's what makes that shit special. But one thing that's done in this industry today, producers and especially engineers don't get enough credit that they should. Like, think about it. How much more producers do you know than artists? I know way more artists than anybody, any engineers or... No, yeah, for sure. And any, any producers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the engineers don't get acknowledged unless you're actually working with these major artists, period. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Producers, right. They can, you hear some producers that work with, with indies and majors. No, I'm even in the game and I don't even know as many. Yeah, but like, every major artist... people who aren't even in the game, they don't know shit for sure. But every artist that you ever heard of is doing some sh that shit that's crazy. Right. From the from the mainstream level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. someone's behind that. Like they're on endorsements, they're on stadiums, they're on, you know, NW WNBA, fucking well, NBA, I mean, fucking it's hard to put, NFL, whatever. I mean, unless you're dead mouse, you know, it's hard to be an engineer and go out there and show people what the fuck you're doing, you know. <laughs> I didn't even know Dead Mouse is an engineer. Yeah, well, his whole like his his last cube show was like basically like his studio set up in a cube. And it exposed it. And he had all his knobs right there. Like he makes all his own music, all his own sounds. Wow. Like he does all his own shit from top to bottom. That's crazy. Yeah, like his whole thing. Like he likes. He has a bunch of analog shit, and he just like creates sounds. Like that's like his whole trip is like making sounds that don't exist, and like that's why he's like shit always gets chopped. You know, and that's right. why he just had such a fucking like a, a unique sound for so long because he's like making his own sounds and shit. Right. Got it. All right. Let's switch gears. Uh, we talked about school and production and you're growing up and making music and how long you've been doing this, but now let's go present day. You working on two singles? You got two singles coming out? What's this thing about singles? Uh, yeah, so news articles all covered that recently. Um, so yeah, I got two singles. I got one called Feel This and I got another one called Empty. And uh, funny enough, I'm going to release a clip just to kind of preview what I mean by on Feel This. Like on Friday, it's gonna be a little, you know, just a little pre preparation. I'm gonna release the single probably in about maybe two weeks or so. It's just been a lot of like paperwork and other shit that I've been having to catch up for these past months and stuff. That's why it's been such a delay because it was supposed to release last month with this other single, but it is what it is. Stuff happens for a reason, and you know, I'm just putting it out. But feel this is this is something that I'm just letting the world know I'm out here. I'm coming. And I don't know what y'all are doing or going through. It might be some crazy ass shit, but I'm about to bring some crazier shit. Okay. Yeah. That's so bold. It, yeah, it's bold. I'm trying to find an animator right now for it, and I got somebody, but we in the talks right now, so we'll see. What's oh, that—that's how. That's that's how. That's that's, that's the how, level we're going to. Got you. Got yeah, you. that's the level we're going to with this. And then I got another one that's even deeper than that. I like every everybody goes through this. Next one is about depression. Yeah. It it dives into it. That's all I'm gonna say. And this is like fulfill me fulfilling your promise of like making a track that deals with like mental health and like Yes. Like yes. Being more open about that. Yeah, because like everybody goes through these things. Right. It's emotional. Oh, yeah, it's sure. it's not even we 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 as humans as intelligent as we are we have deemed whatever things are as vocabulary words right. and what they mean. Right. You know, I have a I have a dictionary, but the thing is, is that we all experience the same feeling. We all experience the same emotion. 
that happy, sad, angry, whatever emotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all know what that feels like. So the thing is, is that we all understand each other on that level. But people don't like make that connection all the time, you know? Everybody's nope. so caught up in their own shit. Because they're caught up the in fact, reality. They never think about the fact that like everybody's going through some shit, you know? Because they think about reality, what's over here, what this person is, we're doing this when instead of thinking about here. Yourself. You're in this world, you're living that. What are you doing? Don't worry about everybody else. Here's the thing, people love to compare chapters. And a really wise guy, I'm gonna shout him out, this guy's name is Chris McGinnis. CEO of, of EST. He is got this one thing that says never compare your chapter nine to somebody else's. It's one of the deepest things I've ever heard. And your perception is reality. Word. It's the deepest things I've ever heard. Oh, sorry, bro. You had got me. <laughs> 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 moment. Hey, man, we smoke it. We haven't hemp. It is the hemp. It does what it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. What, why, why? Why do we do this? No. Um. All right. <laughs> uh. All right. Um. Brought to y'all by the Speaky Pod, by the way. <laughs> Re recognition and respect. Monster Cast. Lennon uh, Merchant Media Productions. Uh, MMA Plan. All the greats, all the greats. Um, Coming out of East LA, fucking with fucking fire. Southeast LA. S Southeast thank LA. You. No, thank you for correcting Sir. me. They need to know. I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm still learning. Seriously. Southeast LA. But that that's the thing as an artist is that, you know, when you, the people that you have is whether they're clients or fans, it's the relationships. You get to know people more and more and more, just like how you work for friends, family, wherever. Yeah, no, and then let's talk about that actually, because our relationship. Talk studies, <laughs> studios. <laughs> I'm dead. Nah, man. Honestly, okay. Look, don't compare your chapter nine to someone else's chapter one, or someone, exactly your chapter one to someone else. That's no, because no, think of it. Like, bro, LeBron like, James' son, he's got chapter one where you're trying to be right now. Like your story, like seriously, like your story. If your story is just getting started. Like, you can't really be comparing to someone's, like, third third fucking, you know, the third installment of their shit. Like, Everybody's their own author. Everybody writes yeah. their own book. I, well, the way that we met and how our, this whole relationship <laughs> started. Yeah, Sela, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Sela in the chat. Throw up Sela in the chat. Now, actually, let's see if there's anybody else in the chat who's not actually talking to us. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, a lot of quiet people in oh, here. Oh yeah, huh? yeah, yeah! Shout out. They just like they just they just smoking with us. They just yeah. absorbing this Shout man. Out, like, uh, man, these guys is Alice, going in right now. Alice Idra, <laughs> Commander Rook, Drapsnat, and Lurks. Y'all should say some shit in the chat. Get in this. We're having a great time. We're having a great time. Um, all right. Well, the way we met first, uh, you know, is that you are a marketing consultant and yep. you help. Uh, you know, not only in your own words, but, you know, through my own experiences, like you actually like help people reach goals and achieve dreams and like get their shit out there. Um, so let's talk about how did you get into that? How did you get into marketing? Um, so during the 2020 pandemic, when that started in March, because um, here's the thing, as an artist I, at the time, I was also where I'm even still there, I work at Paramount Recording Studios as an engineer. I, I try to lay out at least five different avenues of income for myself. So I want this shit bad. Smart, smart. And the thing is, is that it's not necessarily too to the fact that I want to be an engineer. It's the fact that... That shit pays, yeah. It pays. It allows me to meet people. And if it takes me somewhere outside of it, off of, different from engineering, I can do that. Right. I already do the marketing. I already do... All that I have resources for that now that I've accumulated through meeting a lot of different people in this industry. Yeah, you said ten years in the game, right? At least. Yeah, yeah. And I started out with nothing. I knew nobody. I didn't know anybody. My homie maybe was was related to Omarion and Lil Romeo, but they never talked. <laughs> so it doesn't really mean anything. Right. You know. So there. And that was even the time back then when music industry, like you know, was more a discovery factor, but. Uh, today, you, it's, I've realized and done research in the pen when I was when it was 2020, like around March, and I wanted I, marketing at the time was in my Achilles heel. Actually, I didn't really get good at it until about 2020, um, and uh, I was learning and taking. I probably spent two thousand dollars on just like marketing courses. 
I wanted to learn everything about it, how the, how people like. And that was just like marketing your own stuff? Or? Marketing my own stuff. I've right. like Facebook ads, like all that stuff. You know, I've tried everything, like everything. And I figured out the best way to do it is focus on the algorithm itself. Like know what the algorithm is about, research it. Um, just know that it doesn't care about your numbers of who is liking or viewing or, or commenting on your stuff. Just know that more is good, especially if it's real people. Like only real people and if that's the case, good because your content is A, the algorithm is B, this thing with C equals D. <laughs> you know? And it's just, it's just math like that. It's simple math. mathematics, my friends. Like fucking more quantity more is better and more. The better it looks in the numbers, the, the better it is. And so once you learned how to do it for yourself, you basically started, you turned that into Turn a, a business. A of I turned into a business. To, 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 to help other artists get on. Yes. I turned into a business. I work with a team of mine and, and we go out there and... We reach out to people who need it that look like they're ready to get this thing. Because the thing is, if you have the brand and you have the um, the skills and the drive, the drive, the drive is the, the most important the thing. Because here's the thing: you don't even have to have anything set up whatsoever. But if you have the freaking drive and you're just like, "Got it! I'm gonna expend at least 150 to 500 bucks a month on myself and my brand." Fuck the weed. Fuck the drugs. Fuck the, the freaking whatever. I'm still paying my bills, whatever. I'm still putting my money away, whatever. Cool. As long as you're paying bills and putting money away and you eating, fine. Those things, three things come first. Right. But you got to put money behind your shit. Drake's told you this. Takashi69 has told you this. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I don't, I don't like that. I don't really care for the guy myself. But... He's got points when he talks about the business. The guy knows the business. I mean, obviously, he's still making money. Anybody you heard on a mainstream level knows the business. Island boys know the business. That's how they got there. They know what's up. Right. It, depending on how they invest themselves, that's how they they, they float or they crash. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. It comes back to his investments, but yeah, just just knowing the algorithms and everything really just helps, and just knowing the right connections that you know are going to help you get out there. You know, yeah, I don't I necessarily, say, and I don't necessarily promise anything. Right, no you guarantees. Know what I'm There's yeah, no yeah. guarantees whatsoever at all because that's just how life is. But depend, it depends on your drive and just your will to have your brand have to line up everything in the right sediments and yeah have I mean, a, i'll just i'll just have your ducks in a line i'll just attest to it you know like you know my name is ryan renee perez aka sneaky i've hey. been doing music professionally uh you know for at least What's 10 up, years you know i've been uh throwing shows and in, in the entertainment industry in some way longer than that and uh ever since i've been working with you like for sure uh, more people have heard my music. More people have seen my. Con I get more people coming out to shows. Like, I've been able to make more money off of music, either through selling merch or getting booked. You know, uh, so there's definitely like, yeah, it's 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 uh, ever since I started working with you and your team, it's been a level up. You know. Yeah. Sure. No, it's and I've seen it too. I've seen it with your 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 crew entirely. Yeah. I mean. You guys leveraged yourselves to go to freaking Mexico. Right. Y'all props, mad props to y'all on that. Like, <laughs> that's insane. And to do it within a year of working with each other is even more insane. Because you don't see that. A lot of people slack. They're holding on to money, trying to pay rent, or they're just going to their, just paying for parties going out. When you start going, here's the thing, that number one thing that actually I know why artists mess up. They spend too much money going out and paying for going to bars and restaurants and all that. Right? As soon as they get their check, they buy too much weed or drugs or whatever. Or they spend it on dumb shit. You know, period. It's, it's, it's one of those things. And if you're not spending it on your brand and your business, you're you're crazy. You're losing out. Think of how many people buy restaurants for. Just to, like lease a restaurant. They spend down like 50 to 80, 100 grand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what space is and stuff. And that's what you're doing as your artist. You're pretty much investing into your property. Right. <laughs> you're doing it on, on to the world standard, which is online. Right, 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 right. It starts online. Back in the day, it used to start concerts and then work its way to the web because then web started becoming something. Right, right, right. But right. 
you know, now it starts online and works its way to real life. Yeah, the, grass, the grassroots we're, we're kind of digital. starts online now. Yeah, yeah. we're in digital that's world. You, I mean, you got to go where the people are at. Yes. The people are online, right? <laughs> the people are on Facebook. The you know, people are on Instagram. I ask, the I'm, people are on TikTok. That's where you have to go. That's where the people are, you know? Like, yeah, 100%. Here's the thing. I ask people this all the time. If you had the budget to spend a $5 iced coffee a day, that could get you a TV spot ad, pretty much, on a national TV network, and you could do that for 30 days of the month, and it would promote your music. Would you do it? Yeah, of course. And that's there we go. That's it's a rhetorical that's, answer too. Like yes, and that's what Instagram is, right? Like that's what, that's what Instagram Facebook has is. a billion people. You're, like <laughs> National TV Network has three million, like fifty million people. Yeah. You cutting through all that shit, yeah. and you reaching more people on a more targeted sense. Because what does the algorithm do? They make you want to buy shit. They right. they make shit happen. So there you go. <laughs> What's good, B Nation? Yo, B Nation is killing it, man. Shout out to you. He's another one of them dudes out there that can really get you some help. For sure. Uh, well, you can send any links that you want. We'll put it in the description. Yeah, B, Na B Nation. Yeah. B Nation working with like people from major labels. Like, mess with dude. Um, what are you saying? No slack no in here, Poppy. Yeah, exactly. No, well, you know. Um, yeah, famous face is the example too. Oh yeah, now face is the example. He's the sure. example. Yeah. <laughs> I always tell dude, he's relentless. Yeah. <laughs> he he's relentless. He yes, he, he is. And I he, love that though. He's a, he's a cleaner and a winner. I love sure. that though because from yeah. like from a dude that used to play basketball back in the day, yeah. I was too. Right. I was probably the best defender. Probably every time I played basketball, no matter if it was against pros on the court or fucking like some of the, the all American people, I could pick up eighty four feet. And he, I had asthma, so like I'll last maybe like maybe like ten <laughs> minutes, fifteen minutes. I can't play too long because yeah, my yeah, asthma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I I can pick up. <laughs> I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Um. Tim Grover shit, exactly. Yeah, Tim it, Grover shit. I, no, Grover I think you crazy. know what? Obviously, like it, it all. It also it, a lot of it depends on the mindset of the artist and where they're at, what they want, right? Perception is reality. But a lot of people they they come into this for the lifestyle. Yeah. They want to be in the studio smoking weed, the girls and pop yep. the bottles. They want to be in the club, but that's yep. what they that's what they're in it for, you know. Yep. And so when you're in it for that, then you're not you're not investing, and you're not you're not you're not thinking about those long term goals, you know. No. For us, like, we don't really have the luxury of like time or <laughs> or 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 expendable income to be worrying about fucking popping bottles and <laughs> and trying to be. Especially not right now, because I don't know about any of y'all, but at least if you live in California, if you're making under 150k, you can't be going out to the the, the bar and the. And all this, all this shit, and spending crazy amounts of money like, every day, like yeah. that kills it, man. I mean, gas and or Ubers, gas alone gas right now is Ubers crazy. And the prices of drinks, like it's yeah. five something bucks. Yeah, chill out. Right now it's like four. Nah, there's a spot. Something. Face knows the spot. It's like seven dollars. What? Oh yeah, consistently. Oh uh, hell no. <laughs> consistently. Yo, I'm getting, I'm getting a Tesla. <laughs> consistently seven. That's the first. That's the first luxury car I'm getting is a fucking Tesla. Right. Uh, oh so yeah, without, we recorded for sure. Without giving away too it's on much Twitch of your, live right now. Without giving away, oh shit. Okay, without giving. If away, you want to th throw gifts, by the way, y'all, please do. I all that stuff goes back to y'all. If you guys join my community at epthedreamer.org. There it um, is. You guys get free gifts. Actually, I got something coming for Christmas and Halloween, so stay tuned for that. Dope. Well, actually, I was about to. Three forty-two. You, you lucky. Without giving away. <laughs> Any too much of your business, if there's any like tips or strategies, but I think we kind of covered that. But if there's any last things you want to say, just to any artists out there or young people, um, anybody listening, come with and a then plug all your places and tell people, yeah, you, you know what, just keep putting out music at the very least. If you can't afford marketing services, like at least a single a month, you know, post content. But the thing is, is don't uh, this is gonna be some crazy sauce. Whoever like is on this freaking podcast right now, you guys can get the biggest sauce dropped, dropped of all time. Um, focus on your motivation for over your music. If you focus on your motivation over your music, you're going. That's going to be your why. So my why is I want to be the guy to influence everybody on this planet to go after their wildest goals. Whatever your why is, may let the whole world know about it through your music and also through your content. Content marketing is number one. That's all I'm going to say. Content marketing is number one.
If you got that and consistency with songs dropping, that's half the game. There All is. the rest of it is just here first. That's half the game. That's half the game. The rest uh, of it is networking. Where can they find you, EP? And where do you want them to listen to? Where do you want them to go? Your website, uh, your Instagrams, all that. All let's that. see. I'm going to host this up. You see if it's gonna work. Let's see if it works later. We'll see if it works. We'll see if it works later. Y'all can put this in the comments if you if this works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all can scan that. Let's put it and put it to the camera. Yeah, leave it there long enough. Make sure there. it's clear and focus. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. See if it works. Yeah, we'll see if they can. You see know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that's it. That's the one. That's, that's the, the one. one. Yeah, that's the All one. right, but so there we go. All right, so if it works, then you'll they'll, hopefully they'll be able to find you. If Don't not, worry. Yeah. It's not a virus or anything. <laughs> <laughs> he has it in his it's, wallet. It's my it's it's, attached to a car business card. Yeah, it's, it just it's goes the future, my, bro. It's the future. It's just it's just my business card where you guys get you to see where I'm at. Just put your own game right there. Yeah, you yeah. just think of this as my this is my store. Welcome to my store, EP the Dreamer, and y'all can see what you like. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been awesome having you, man. Thank you. It's been a dope conversation. Uh, was there anything else that you wanted to cover or talk about, or anything else that you wanted to shout out or? Say anything to the people out there? Um, yeah, man. I would just say, just uh, you know, you know what, y'all. Life is crazy right now. Be safe. Uh, there's a lot of people that you know is getting still accustomed to you know life passing the pandemic as we're starting to get out of this shit. So, you know, just be on alert, but keep doing your thing, and you know, keep chasing your wildest dreams no matter what. Just because you know what, if you shoot for the moon, you'll probably land on the stars. So. Why not just shoot for it anyway? What you got to lose? Like you only get one chance at this shit. You know what? Don't y'all listen to Eminem? Huh? <laughs> uh, what you just said right now that made me think of something else that came up earlier. Uh, you know. Um, you station. Yeah. The homie P uh, P and B. Uh, you you knew him right? The homie that just passed. Yeah, uh, I've had the pleasure to work with P and B as a assistant engineer and even just a little bit as an engineer uh, in. Um, and studio and stuff and he was a cool dude man come in with his wife i mean his girlfriend his kid like wasn't too many people and like you know he's a straight business he just gets to work just does that so you know he it was, a, it was always it was always a chill session to work you right. know he was cool he was he was easy with him there's yeah, some right. sessions I work, man, and they're just, this is crazy, bro. It's hectic and, like, not cool, not fun. Either it's its mentally taxing, or at the worst, it could be life-threatening. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what? Depending we'll on who's in the room. Another, say that for another podcast. <laughs> no, no, depending on, yeah, like, literally, like, if, depending on who you're working with. Like, if you're working with, like, young people, like, young boys, shit like that, that's life-threatening. I know that because I got held up. Right. But anyway. <laughs> and you heard it here first. Y'all be careful out there in these streets. No, exactly. Uh, Sneaky, Rec Respect Pod, uh, at Official Sneaky on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find, you can see it right here on the bottom. This is where I post up all the podcast stuff. Uh, EP The Dreamer. This is Mutt Clan Monster Cast. And we are out.